Hi, everybody, and welcome to Doll Space. <laughs> I'm Lifetime's Annie Clark. And I'm TikTok Sam Doll. And we're back. Literally, I, I won't even lie to you guys. We recorded earlier today, so this introduction might be lacking because we haven't done a lot. <laughs> and we've truly just been talking for the last three hours since we recorded the last episode. Well, yeah. And many hours before that, you got here at like 1 p.m. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah, it yeah. is now 8 yeah. o'clock at night. Yeah, it's fucking midnight. So we've been talking for seven hours straight. <laughs> so either we're out of ideas or we're really warmed up. Or we'll see. <laughs> Time will fucking tell. I, I, uh, I'm worried to put too many expectations because we really thought we were doing something with that early morning coffee episode. Oh my God. But Just Sam, like, what? What we always wanted for this podcast was an evening cocktail it's record. It's so true. Oh, do you hear that? Oh, well. Okay, she's got ice in hers. Yeah, clink, that's clink. right. That's us drinking a beautiful cocktail made by yours truly. Shockingly, the first episode that we've done with an actual drink. I know. We keep filming too early in the day, and Annie Annie is a day drinker. Personally, I'm not. Like, I'm more of a I'm more of an after five o'clock kind of girl. But as I age, I am seeing the benefits of drinking during the day. Oh, it's the best. Like when you got engaged, that was the best day. Like we were we were home by like fucking nine thirty. I know, and I was drunk. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to worry about a hangover the next day. And I love it. Like I do love it anyway for all those reasons, but like it's really because I love drinking in the sunshine the most. So I Oh, that's a combo you like. Yeah, I like it in the summer mostly. Like I don't really think about day drinking that much in the cold weather. Mm-hmm. Even though it gets darker earlier, so it's like I would still drink earlier. Yes. You know, five o'clock comes a little sooner. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant drink earlier, like, well, the sun's still up, so I have to start drinking at like 10. <laughs> no, because that sunshine, winter sunshine is not what I mean. No, winter sunshine is like crisp. Like, you're looking outside, you're blind. Yeah. If you don't live somewhere where there's snow, the sun in the winter is uh. a different beast. Like, it is it is fucking up your retinal. <laughs> <laughs> What? What? <laughs> Help me. Are you trying to say the thing in your eye or yeah. rectum? No, no, rectum. I'm not trying to say my rectum. I'm trying to say what the hell is the thing in your eye? Is it not like a retinol? <laughs> Retina. Ret- Are you serious? <laughs> Retina? I swear to God. I, I thought you were trying to say like a... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not recording i'm not recording video by the way i'm just looking it's at okay i highly doubt we're gonna use that <laughs> my retina yeah honestly if without you i don't know if i would speak the queen's english <laughs> i'd be like oh my retinals are hurting it's so sunny in the snow <laughs> i got what you meant though yeah yeah for we sure all understood what you meant and isn't that truly what language is all about yeah <laughs> interpreting it however the hell you want and just getting by really <laughs> <laughs> language is really just about getting by if you can when we used to live together i used to say a bunch of words wrong which is like a and, and i don't know why i say i used to say a bunch of words wrong. <laughs> yeah Clearly i still do i wasn't gonna say it <laughs> But we just did. The biggest one, I think, when I was living with Annie, one that really blew my mind was I was saying conveyor belt. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot about that. Conveyor belt. And pedestal. 
<laughs> okay sorry like you know when words just should sound like something else like i get that they have like different things like a stool makes perfect sense pedestal you're putting them up on a stool not a stall what the fuck is that yeah but also can, and pink tails pink tails that was because i grew up with a foreign family and some of the words <laughs> they learned were wrong so right. they'd be like we're putting your hair in pink tails because my baba was like i'm putting your hair in big tails pink. and then my mom would say pink tails and then i said pink tails and like they should be pink tails because like pig when you what are pig like pig well, tails pigtails are like curly little like right. i guess and what color are they pink there you <gasps> go good call so good call. it makes sense yeah there's a lot of words like that like honestly one that i that fucked me up recently is um dashend and i've been calling them dash hounds <laughs> yeah well that makes sense right but then i found out that it's just fully a german word yeah but german words like we're in the same category as latin like the same no oh, <laughs> not sorry. at all we're actually in the same category as german which is like a specific language family so like we're not a latin language right like we're french italian like whatever oh we're like in the same as german i don't even remember is that like the romantic languages nope okay well whatever whatever language it's we like, sleep, speak i don't is. even know what it is but it's something where us and us, us <laughs> and, <them. laughs> and germans are in the same one so a lot of german words kind of sound like they're like fucking up english words, oh okay okay in my that, opinion or in my or opinion and, and no shade to <laughs> and german no people. one come for me we do not want the germans coming for us or it or i'll put it this way we sound like we're fucking up german words but like dashend it's like they do mean dash hound <laughs> i think they in have my to. opinion in my opinion no one fucking come for me this is just how i feel and all feelings are valid in 2023 <laughs> we're gen z's okay um also joe showed me a uh youtube video recently which was so funny it's if you you guys can like google it at home it's you guys at home can google this it's literally like it's a video that linguists made to say how english sounds if you don't speak english so they're using all these english sounds like linguistically oh cool. and it's these two people having dinner i i don't know what like i'm sure you just youtube like pretend english conversation that's supposed to sound english i don't know and it's like these two people at the table and it sounds there's sounds you recognize, yeah. but you don't understand it. It's like gibberish. Sims. It's like Sims, <laughs> except English. Right. Sounds instead of like Sim Simish. Simish. <laughs> yes. Anyway. That is really funny. Also, yeah, that reminds me of those TikToks that are like what Taylor Swift sounds like to non Swift. Oh my God. When that girl that made the apology, remember that Colleen girl? Oh. Made Colleen the apology Ballinger. on the ukulele. And yeah. a bunch of memes went around being like, sorry, this is what Taylor Swift sounds like to me. <laughs> So bad. Mm -hmm. Not to us. Not to us. Some songs, though. Taylor Swift has such a big range. Some of them do sound like nursery rhymes to me. Like, stay, stay, stay. Yeah. Come on, babe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, babe. Like, sorry. I'm in a what fucking playground there? with that song. That's so stupid. And that was my ex-roommate's. Remember that crazy roommate I had? Mm -hmm. That was her favorite song, which is telling. Stay, stay, stay. Let me just tell you something about this roommate, okay? And and I hope she's well. I She's married. She's killing it. I haven't seen her for over 10 <laughs> oh, years. Oh, well, if she's married. She's married, so you know she's <laughs> she doing well. She must be normal and fine. For sure. And that's, that's the patriarchy speaking. That's not me. That's the brainwashing that happened to me. But she fucking bought a fish, okay? We lived together. She bought a fish. She bought two fish. And then she went to her parents' house, and I was home for Christmas break. So these fish were just in my apartment, two goldfish in a goldfish bowl. They were just in my apartment for two weeks. I get home. The bowl is black. <laughs> like, it's on top of the fridge. 
and Annie used to Annie also lived with me in this apartment so she knows where I'm talking about like mm-hmm. on top of the fridge not the best ventilation in that apartment just based on you know how fucking old it was <laughs> and the bowl is black I'm like what the fuck I bring the bowl down there's I don't think that was a ventilation problem <laughs> who the fuck knows what kind of problem the fish were there for two weeks why was the bowl black especially since I'm pretty sure last week you were talking about the fish you had where you that, never had to clean yeah, the, the spy <laughs> yeah yeah the spy cleaned his own tank or her own tank was that your ice machine? Yeah. Fuck, living in a house, so many sounds. Anyway. Well, we had your dishwasher in one app. Yeah, but it didn't scare the shit out of us. <laughs> so anyway, I see a dead fish at the top of the bowl, and then there's another fish in there that's just like, boop, boop, happy as a pig and shit, swimming to the top of the bowl. So I go to the pet store that day. I buy another thing, throw out the dead fish, and move the live fish into like a beautiful new home. That chick found out that I fell in love with this fish we got in a fight I go home for a day I get back the tank is just empty like do you know how scary that is like coming back to your house where your pet fishes that you've been living with for like a month and the fish is just gone and I made stew my ex-boyfriend he was with me at the time and I was like I have a feeling she did something to this fish why did I have that feeling because I stole her tv I'm like, I took the thing and she I loves stole her most, mattress. And you stole her mattress, which was epic. <laughs> Another thing is that we lived in a walk-up. So when this girl moved out and Annie was moving in, she was like, I need my mattress. And I was like, okay, you couldn't even get this mattress up the stairs. You had to bring it over the fire escape because the staircase was, it was a walk-up. It was so narrow and it was a queen-size mattress or a double mattress. And she goes, okay, well, tell Annie to send me 700 bucks. I go, nah, she says you can just take it. And I yeah, knew. I was like, it's fine. I'll get my own bed. Yeah. And and this is before mattresses came in a fucking tube box. box. Yeah. Like, you had to actually get sleep country to, like, you had to pay them extra to. Even though, <laughs> even if you get a mattress in a box, it doesn't go back in the box. No, I know. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's true. It's still a mattress. But I when feel it like they're out. more malleable. Like, this mattress was like. Yeah, at, yeah like, springs and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, we had to, we had to pay the sleep country guys. This is like 2010. It's crazy how much the world has changed. I don't think you could do this now with, like, unions and shit. But they'd be, they'd get there. And I'd be like, I got 20 bucks. Climb the fire escape and scale the roof to get this fucking massive mattress. And that is not in their job description. I didn't have no. that much cash on and 20 me. 20 bucks is not enough. <laughs> Nothing. What, what cash did I have at home at 19? Like, I'm like putting yeah. this upstairs. Anyway, so we say to the girl, we're like, okay, Annie actually doesn't want it. So you can just come get it. Knowing well enough that like, there's no way, what are we you going to do? Bring bluff. it down the fire escape? Like it's <laughs> no dummy. So she was like, okay, fine. She can keep it. And that bed was the comfiest bed. Oh, it was so great. And you know, I what? actually like, thought about taking it when I left and then I remembered this exact how you got there in went, the fr- oh. how you got the mattress in the first place is that <laughs> yeah. you really can't take it I'll with pay you it forward to no one to literally well no one because it's funny that that apartment that we lived in is getting demolished so mattress and all oh the shit we left in there like the couches are still you couldn't take anything out of there like what how are you going to take it out the building sold to a developer like fucking you guys deal with it you're crushing it anyway yeah no one's moving a couch out of there Go back to the fish. Sorry. So that <laughs> fish was missing when I got home. And I made Stu go in because me and my cousin Matt stole the TV from the living room and put it in my bedroom. And it was a massive TV. And I made him like come up and move it with me so that she would have like it was like a war. It was a war at this point of the main area. Yeah. And it was like a passive aggressive. It was a passive aggressive like, war. Like she'd come home. Tat. Yeah. And she also slept all day and would be up all night. So like during the day when she was out cold, I would just fuck up 
the living room and be like, <laughs> fuck you. Anyway, I knew the fish was next based on my last move of the TV. And I was coming oh. home. With, oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> she dropped her tripod. <laughs> Annie. Oh, just, no. One sec. Annie just bought a new tripod. New tripod. New tripod troubles. Okay. But anyway, uh, I knew that was next. And Stu walked in and he was, I was like, where's the fish? And he was like, it's gone. Where's the fish? Where's the fish? I made him go look. I waited in the hallway while he went and looked because I knew that fish would be either dead or gone. And it was just missing from the tank. Empty tank. Dead and gone. Dead and gone. I don't know. Maybe she just flushed down the toilet. I don't know what she was capable of back then. Is it possible it could have died while you were gone? No, it was gone for one day. No. Could that not have been the day it died? Maybe. But that would be a really epic coincidence for her (laughs) that the perfectly fine fish died when I was gone for 12 hours. And she removed it from the tank. And then she never came back. She moved out. Right. So the day she moved out, the fish was gone. Would she just do me a favor? If she was like a real bitch, which I think she was, <laughs> the cooler thing to do would be to leave the dead fish there for me to find. Right. Yeah, so you no. deal with it. No, I think she put it in like a plastic bag or something and dipped. Yeah, she's like, I'm taking my fish with me. Yeah, I bought this thing and I'll, I'll, I made him and I will destroy him. I think that's and what she And I'll leave thinking. you with the... With the With memories. the eerie <laughs> tank. The eerie empty tank and the water filter just going <laughs> empty. Actually, you know what's funny? One of my friends told me a really jarring story where, sorry if this intro is weird as hell. I, <laughs> my friend left me with a really jarring story. Um, one of my friend's boyfriends left her and she went back to the house that they both lived in together. You know this story? Yes. Because remember we wanted to write something. I wanted to write something yeah. about this because I thought it was so fucking eerie and poetic. I agreed. When you, I remember you telling me this and I was like, had chills. Oh my God. He went there to move all of his shit out and she was away for the day so that he could do that. And when she got back home, he had put all the dishes in the dishwasher and started the dishwasher. Which is just like, so she gets home and the dishwasher's running. And I just feel like that's the eeriest breakup. I thought it was laundry. I thought that it was the dishwasher. Oh. It was just like an eerie, like he cleaned up the house for her and then left. And the dishwasher was the sound of him just being gone. Right. Ugh. And it was like a marker of like how long he left. Because like how long does a dishwasher run? An hour or yeah, something? Yeah, so you it's know like, he was just there. Yeah, it's like he was just here. And when this dishwasher stops that is like that is it the dishwasher stopping is the end of this relationship i know it's something there's oh, something to i think that. she did write a poem about it i can't remember but i feel I like she, she did i think she might have she's a poet yeah so i feel like she might have written something about that but anyway i think about that like daily because i'm like that would be my worst nightmare <laughs> coming home to my empty home that i shared with a partner and just the dishwasher on and that's the last sound of their like existence yeah Yeah. oh (laughs) anyway again a really weird intro from us today but as we said earlier um we didn't we don't have anything to want to say what we did tonight sure go ahead annie okay so sam got here we recorded an episode Mm -hmm. um what you listened to last week so i hope I said what you listened to last week. Oh, right, 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 right. This is the next week. Yeah. So we were going to, at first we were like, oh, should we pretend that this was actually the following week? But then we thought, what if something bad happens and we didn't say what if something monumental happens and we just didn't say anything about it because you know we're always mentioning (laughs) topical people in the world. We're always bringing up the news. You know what we could bring up right now quickly before we don't say it. What do you think I'm going to say? Oh, I'm not going to bring up the conflict. 
I'm not bringing up the conflict, but why don't you tell them what happened to you at the Adam Sandler show? Because that was so funny. Oh, I didn't even finish this. I didn't even finish the story. Oh, my God. Okay. That wasn't even the part. Oh, okay. So Annie went. Okay. So you know how. I don't know if this is a good story for a podcast, but I could try. Give it a try. Okay. So we know about the Israel-Palestine conflict, right? All. Don't worry. We're not going to get too deep into it. But just know that Annie went to see Adam Sandler three days ago at Scotiabank Arena. Okay. So, yeah, I went there with Luke, and when we got there, I realized my cousin, my older cousin, was, like, two rows ahead of me. Which is fun. I love running into, like, people. It's so fun. And in, like, a 20,000-person stadium to be two rows away from your cousin, like, is so... Yeah. Jokes. Yeah, that is jokes. So, anyway, we're calling his name um, to be like, hey, it's us. We're behind you. And Mm -hmm. then he was like, oh, my God, hey... And then the guy who's directly in front of me was like, turns around. So he's a dad. He's like a 50-year-old dad in a blazer with his wife and his two teenage sons, like 13 and 15-ish. And they were just this cute little family. And also, not saying anything about this, but just to set the scene, he was wearing a mask and his family was not. Okay. So just that's something. know that. Yeah, I will. Um, I will. So then he, so he turned, which is also funny because it's like really striking up a close convo with the stranger when you're wearing a mask. I'm right. like, dude, like protect yourself. Yeah. Like what's your vibe? Yeah. So Choose. he, uh, he turned around and was like, oh, who's that? Cause I like was calling to my cousin and I was like, oh yeah, that's my cousin. And he was <laughs> like, oh cool. Is he a nice guy? And I was like, yeah. That's my fucking blood. That's my blood. That's my blood. And uh, and then he was like, oh, like first cousin, second cousin. And I was like, it's my first cousin. Our, our parents are siblings. And I'm kind of like answering these questions. But like part of my brain is a little like. Why? Okay, I get yeah. it. I kind of yelled my cousin's name in your ear. But like. But you don't need to like fine. know exactly who I was talking to. Yeah. And yeah. you're like not alone at this concert. So yeah. it's not like you like need someone to chat to. Yeah. So. Anyway, he, so he's he's saying that, and then he was like, oh, something about Adam Sandler. And I was like, yeah. And then he's like, do you think he's going to bring up uh, the conflict. what's going on in the Middle East right now? <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, probably not, but I don't know. And he's like, yeah, I don't think so either, but my wife thinks he is. And I was like, okay, cool. And then, and then he like started to ask me another question. I jokingly was like, oh, I thought you were about to ask me my stance. Cause he was kind of like, started being like, so do you, and I was like, please, please, I don't want to talk about this with you. (laughs) And, and then he was like, no, I was going to say, did you hear what's going on with Amy Schumer right now? (laughs) Like regarding the conflict. And I was like, yeah, yeah, crazy. And then luckily at this time, his wife pipes in and was like, do you think she wants to talk to you? Like, like enough. And yeah. he was kind of like, Oh, silly me. And then just turned around silly and, me. and I was just kind of like, ah, and Luke and I just kind of look at each other and I'm just like, okay, this is just like a, I don't know, like a weird dad, too familiar dad that yeah. like doesn't get out much or something. Yeah. I don't know. But I definitely was like, Hey, yeah. Talk to your wife and kids who you're here with. I don't know yeah. why you're like talking to me, especially about this. Yeah. And, uh, spoiler alert, Adam Sandler did not say anything <laughs> about it. Um, as predicted. Yeah. But anyway, so that was just kind of funny, but completely forgot about this man. 
other than the fact that there were like a lot of dirty jokes and I was kind of like oh I would hate to be 13 and with my parents right now. oh my god yeah um so then uh since it was a comedy show Adam Sandler like wouldn't let anyone film anything obviously mm-hmm. which is pretty common at comedy comedy yeah. concerts yes <laughs> to use uh and just like that's terminology yes um so the the security was like really on the ball for like catching people who were filming and whatever so this is where i left off with mm-hmm. you so the security guard saw that someone was filming like a couple rows ahead of this man mm-hmm. who was in front of me mm-hmm. and so the security guy was coming in the row like from the left and the girl was kind of more on the right side so he came in sort of in front of me and between me and the man who was sitting in front of me mm-hmm. and was trying to get this girl's attention to be like stop, stop filming, filming stop yeah. filming and she wasn't listening to him so he just said to the guy hey can you like get her attention right the security guy and I kid you not this man doesn't miss a beat turns around and goes fuck off <gasps> fuck off to the security guy who's like being so like hey hey excuse me like can you just can you like get her attention or whatever he's like I'm watching the show man I'm trying to oh get everything now because I'm God. listening you fuck off and I was like wait this oh dad God, is unhinged crazy oh like, like imagine speaking to someone like that who wasn't who wasn't like being belligerent to you in the first place yeah I, like I could not believe especially a security guard like wait you know this man can easily kick you out yeah what it was so diabolical because everyone was quiet it wasn't like I was he know. like screaming or was he whisper screaming he was whisper screaming okay but like every everyone around like Luke and I looked at each other and I was like this guy's crazy, crazy. and Luke was like what the fuck was that oh and he my went God. from like jovial dad in a in a blazer being like oh tell me about your cousin what do you think which was about already this? insane like why do you need to know who I'm <laughs> already fucking yelling insane, at really insane pivot to Israel Palestine yeah and then to have a security guy tap you on the shoulder to be like hey excuse me sir and to immediately be like fuck off before you even know what he's asking you oh my god so what did the security guard do he literally fucked off oh he did so that works eh okay so that's the lesson (laughs) here that's the lesson he just was kind of like well like i just think he was not he was like what the fuck i don't get paid enough for this freak like yeah i think he was like wow i i seriously can't believe you're talking to me like (laughs) (laughs) i will fuck off thank you okay and i don't know if the girl i, I honestly think was his wife like um i, I don't even know yeah. she's probably used to that that's a that's a character trait that that yeah, guy yeah, has yeah. obviously I was definitely like okay because i kind of was looking at the teens after being like oh my god are you so embarrassed but oh, then i was like they're used to know, it maybe you're gonna be like that. these are two men that are gonna grow up two boys are gonna grow up being like fuck off to anyone yeah and the, you know what? It's always like that. You see how that happens. Like, yeah, it was like, it was a crazy turn. Question number one. The subject is loyalty or no? Okay. I'm a 33-year-old female. I have worked at the same place for eight years. I love what I do and a lot of people I work with, but I feel underappreciated for what I bring to the table. And my manager used to be high school a high school friend. I have multiple opportunities to work at other offices for more pay, but the job is different and not what I know and excel at. I'm sure I would figure it out. I have done it before. What do I do? I'm scared to change because I have an emotional connection to the place I work at. Thanks for everything, Sam and Annie. Love, Anon. 
I love hearing anon. <laughs> anon plus. Anon plus. De moi plus. I love hearing anon. I love it. it makes Do you? Us- because every person who writes in you try to find out more information about <laughs> Who the them. fuck are you? Let me see if this dumb dumb said what, anon. Where do you work? Oh no, she put her full first and last name Gmail account in the email. Okay. So she's it's not. Okay. You're not so anon. It's not relevant to the to this. No, 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 no. Um, okay. Loves where she works. No. Yeah. Loves where she works. Loves where she works, but feels underappreciated and underpaid. And like has an, emo- and the subject is right. mm, loyalty or no. Let me that say this. Is tough. Loyalty or no? <laughs> Samantha says no. Oh. Loyalty to a job? Honey. Mm. Never. Unless you built that company from the fucking ground up. Yeah. I don't believe in loyalty to any job because they don't have loyalty to you. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you a job is for money. If you won the lottery tomorrow, would you yeah. leave this job? Yeah. Yes. And also, do you only like the job because you're comfortable versus do you like the job because you actually, like maybe you love the work, but like if you feel like you could be more challenged and paid better somewhere else, that's huge. What the job is for. Well, for the money part. A lot of people don't leave their jobs because they're comfortable. Yeah. Luke is the only person I know who he said if he won the lottery tomorrow, he wouldn't quit his job. That's crazy. So crazy. That is so crazy. Okay. He loves his work. The man loves scrap metal. Loyalty or yes. He's, but. He's... <laughs> Loyalty is yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. I think. I also think we've talked about this before just you and I off mm-hmm. mic mm-hmm. um you know the feeling when you're leaving something like you're so sad you get like emo you think about leaving a job or in your last year of high school or anything but then when you leave it like I I even just had this like I just worked somewhere for a year and a half and I loved it and my contract came to an end like it was nothing bad it was just like okay my time was up there like it was a mat leave thing so yeah whatever um so I knew I was leaving and I was ready to be done in the sense that like it's sick not working yeah but I I was so sad in my last week because I've just like had a good time the last week is the best week because all of a sudden you see all the like yeah, silver all the linings good things yeah and like everyone's you know like saying every like I just had so many cute goodbyes with people and stuff and I was like oh my god I'm gonna be like thinking about this and feeling this I woke up literally the next day and I like this Never place popped again. into my head the other day I've been not working there for only three weeks yeah I feel like it's been a lifetime Mm. I was like oh my god yeah that thing I used to do every day for a year and a half yeah I think of it fondly met some great people but like when I tell you I forgot that I worked there. yes like I forgot this thing that was so ingrained in my day-to-day life only three weeks ago yeah I'm like whoa that was a different time that That is different me the brain works yeah totally I do not care yeah I think that is like, and also if you're making more money, you will forget the fucking next day. Like if you're making like a significant. And it could be better. Oh, for sure it could be better. But like, I feel like, I feel like people just have these blind allegiances to their jobs. Like the, the question of loyalty, please. Absolutely not. Unless you're like working for your friends. Or your family. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's different. Okay. Maybe even then, like that's the whole fucking like I feel like there's so many like movies and shows with that idea of like having this random loyalty to a company that you were thrown into like a family company for right. example 
But I feel like, yeah, like with just like a random company, no man. But and you work eight years, babe. You work to make money. You don't work to be loyal to some random ass fucking company. I don't give a shit. I actually think it's annoying when people are like too. And I feel like this happens a lot with Shopify. Mm. Just as a side note, tell them. Oh, let me tell you because <laughs> I'm already on. I'm I'm loose this episode. Shopify is a cult. You fucking talk to someone that work at Shopify. They have their employees so fucking harnessed by the balls. You have them saying shit like we this, we that. We just set this deal with like, you know, this. You didn't do anything. And if Shopify does their 70% layoffs or 50% layoffs or 20% layoffs, which they've done. We have friends that have been laid off from Shopify that have worked there for years. They don't give a fuck about you and they brainwash you into this like group rah-rah mentality and it's not real because as soon as they have to do budget cuts or like when the tech industry was falling like a few months ago and and all the tech companies were doing huge layoffs, you're nothing to them. You're a fucking number. And like for this job, it sounds like, okay, eight years and you want to be loyal to them, but you don't see any growth or like money making opportunities a lot of like if you've been somewhere that long and it's that you're that sort of ingrained in it they're supposed to be like we can't lose you so if if you can kind of leave to go to another job and they're not willing to keep you with money yeah then it's like then like loyalty for what man like you're not there for them they will hire someone else that is willing to make the amount of money you're making if you think you can make more money that's a no-brainer. Yeah. Like, I don't care if your fucking manager is your friend from high school. Too bad. Like, you have to, like, pay your rent. The economy's in the shitter. You need to make more money. That's, like, not even a question. Of yeah. course. You got to go where friend, the money is. My f- really good friend who got me the job where I was last working mm-hmm. and was like, it would be so fun to work together. We fully, like, he was my manager. We worked together. Like, halfway through, or a little more than that, but, like, whatever into me working there he was like oh peace I'm going to another job I was like what yeah he's like yeah it's better like paid more yeah get paid more like the I like the work better like yeah sorry and I was like yeah I guess you gotta do you totally Joe was just like my boyfriend was just going through this because there was like a huge shift at his company and like a lot of people left like a lot of his good Mm. friends left but it's like that's just the way it goes. It's not really like personal or anything. It's just like, you know, some it's it wasn't good for some people anymore or it wasn't serving them or like not paying them enough or not giving them what they wanted anymore. And then you fucking leave. It's like a relationship. You don't yeah. sit out a job. And when you give a place eight years, it's like you did your loyalty. That like, is almost loyalty a decade. Loyalty isn't supposed to last forever. Yeah, what the that's fuck? That's a really, that's like pretty loyal to a place. Like, yeah. I don't know anyone else who's worked somewhere eight years and like, it's like, Usually if you've worked somewhere eight years that you're like going to die at that place. Yeah. It's not like, I don't know. Alternatively, I would say the world is very different now. No one dies at that place anymore. Well, yeah. And, you know and, and people hardly work eight years at places anymore. For sure. Like, I feel like I, I like when we were growing up, it's like your parents worked at like the bank yeah. forever or they worked at like Rogers or something like they had like these jobs that they had for like 50 years or like manually. You know what I mean? Like some yeah. sort of like corporate shit like that. That is not a thing anymore. Or like government jobs or Government something like jobs, that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like you work for the city no. or some shit. Luke is, is the only one I know who's like in a in his like job for life. And not even like there's a lot of people we know in stable jobs that I still think are open to the opportunity to leave if something better comes along, as you should be. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's always the opportunity. But he's like, I'm ch- I want this job for life. 
that's great for him. Yeah. And that's sick. But that's, it's very rare. It's rare. Exactly. Yeah. So for this chick, I would say if you feel unsatisfied with the work and you also feel like you're only staying there for an emotional reason, work is an emotional. Work is a thing you must do to provide for yourself. Yeah. And if you could have more money doing something that's equally as fulfilling to you, it's a no brainer. You fucking quit that job and loyalty for, for who a company fuck company. And it sounds like I know, I know plenty of people who have gone to other jobs and if they don't like it or it's not what they thought they can go back if they want. And if, and and then they can prove their loyalty or no to you. Totally. If you've been eight, eight years and you leave on good terms and you're, you know, everything's super amicable with everyone there. Who knows what can happen in the future. You can always go back. One of our friends, one of our friends, boyfriends quit his job of like 10 years or five years. No, not five years, like eight years or something. And he quit his job and he got a completely different job because he wanted to go a different direction. That job didn't work out his original company begged for him back and now he works there again at a higher position. So you always have to do what's best for you because it'll ultimately serve you in the end, I think. Yeah. And as long as you do everything the right way and leave on right on good terms. Yes. No one can say anything. Yeah. Don't do what I do. I get fired from everywhere and I get angry at everybody. Yeah. Or you like make up a huge lie. (laughs) (laughs) For why you have to yeah. quit. Oh, my appendix has burst like 40 oh. times. <laughs> yeah. And Another the karma. Death in the family. Oh, no. Every... Oh, the car, the car accident. Oh. <laughs> Me looking up pictures of a smashed Beamer to send to that. <laughs> hey, Holy gonna be shit. late. <laughs> Just got T-boned. Can't make it. Oh, also, I'm never coming back. Oh, I have chronic whiplash <laughs> for the next eight months. Whiplash was a, whiplash is actually how Annie met Luke. A pretend case of whiplash. Is how oh no, not whiplash neck fucked yeah neck <laughs> ne- neck Annie okay this is just so funny we were both working at a bar I had the weekend off and I was going up to the cottage with Joe and Joe was bringing his friend Luke I was gonna bring my other friend but I was living with Annie so I was like just come with me she's like I can't I have to work this weekend I'm like say you're sick and it was already like also why it was me who was gonna come up is Luke and I had already like passed each other once at my before show. and been like oh cute cute yeah but we didn't really speak but you didn't speak yeah so that weekend I was like come up to the cottage Joe's bringing that friend that you thought was cute and Annie's like I can't I have to work and I'm like oh my god like as also this was at a bar like I'm sorry if you're in the service industry it's just fucking call in sick whenever you want like I'm sorry <laughs> I've, I've literally called in sick for everything at this in the service industry anyway I took a video of her a month prior she threw her neck out and she could not move. So I took this video of her because it was just funny. She was lying in bed and I was in the doorway and she was going, hello, because she couldn't turn. <laughs> she stopped talking. So I thought she had left. So I was just lying, staring at my ceiling going, hello, hello, because I couldn't. I had that thing where like my yeah, neck her... seized up and I couldn't turn yeah. it. She was completely fucked. So that was from a month prior. And I said, call work. And, and I had said to my boss, I had already said to my boss once before, like my neck, I couldn't come in. Like I'd already done that. That's happened. And he knew I was having like neck problems that whole month, which was good. Yes. I mean, it was real, but it was like, I, little did I know. It's and we loved our boss at this restaurant. Shouts out to Cam. Sorry yeah. if you're fine. Sorry if Cam was a listener because we love him. And you're going to find out now that this is why Annie didn't come in. And also why I quit, which was pretend appendicitis. Yeah. But I mean. He's definitely not listening. He's not listening and he wouldn't give a shit even if he was, but he was the best boss in the world. And yeah, I love him. And he followed me and Annie both on Instagram and 
I was like, say you're next fucked. And then I posted to my story the video of her saying hello from like a month prior. And then she came up to the cottage and now she's getting married. So. Yeah. So Cam, you can't get mad at that. So Cam, don't get mad. And to this girl, you might meet your husband that way. If you (laughs) don't already have one. You just never know what's going to happen. Like take a chance. Take a chance. What do we always say? But what yeah. if I fall? But what but if I darling. fly? <laughs> oh, my darling. But, oh, my sweet. What, what if, if I fly? fly? Okay, this one. Subject is boyfriend's family. Ooh. Ooh. I have a situation I don't know how to deal with. I'm <laughs> going to my boyfriend's hometown for his friend's wedding. We are staying with his sibling. The wedding is on the Saturday at 2 p.m., in brackets, normal time. Is that a normal time? I was just about to say, what a weird time for a wedding. Why'd she put normal time? That could not be straight. What? Where is she from? Maybe that's a normal time. Or maybe for like religious? Uh, <laughs> if it's religious, it would be like in the morning, you would think. Right. Yeah, normal time for that would be like 11. Okay, so. The, 12. I don't the, know. You're Greek. What didn't you go to morning? I weddings? went to a lot of religious weddings. Were, what were the times? You went to church in the morning and then you went home for like a few hours and then you'd go to the reception at night. Right. It was like, but. Yeah, two, I've never heard of 2 p.m. as a 2 p.m. is the craziest time I've actually ever heard of, <laughs> but okay. My. I can't even or believe. She, do you think she's going normal time? Like, I don't know. Sarcastic? Sar- <laughs> sarcastic. Maybe we should message her and ask her. <laughs> this is a normal time. My problem. Oh, do we know this person? Yes. Okay. Okay. My problem is that my boyfriend has asked me to go watch his sibling and in-law play an intramural sport the morning of the wedding. <laughs> and it's not even. Wait, a- what? <laughs> Sorry, I like just blacked out and came back when you said intramural sport. I'll reread that because I also had a problem with that. <laughs> my problem is that my boyfriend has asked me to go watch his sibling, who sh- who they're staying with, okay, and their husband or or boyfriend play an intramural sport the morning of the wedding. What the hell is intramural? <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered that. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> of course, I don't know what that is. I'm here to tell you, I don't either. Intramural? You're a I linguist. I know it from high school, but like, I don't, I can't even think about where that word comes from. Intramural. <laughs> what does that have to do with sports? Intramural. Yeah. Does that mean like in, a casual? Maybe it's intra, like in between murals. Like... <laughs> <laughs> They're playing at the Louvre between <laughs> between two between two paintings, <laughs> ferns. I I guess I just I I think I know what it means. I I don't know where the fuck that word comes from, but I think what? does it does it refer <laughs> the romantic language? The romantic language. Does it refer one. to like a gathering of people who are playing a sport like for fun? I'm I feel like it, it, that's what it gives. It's almost not like, positive I could Google this. Let me just do that. <laughs> no, you couldn't. <laughs> no, I, I really couldn't. No. You gave me the Wi-Fi. With the Latin prefix oh, intra. It's Latin. It, of course, it, everything's Latin, guys. <laughs> with the Latin prefix. Except for with, Which is German. <laughs> 
With its Latin prefix intra, which means within, oh. not to be confused with inter, which means between. Between, okay. So intra, within. So out. Mural within means. Within murals. Okay, so guys, I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to make even less sense to you now that you know what intramural oh, no. means. It says intramural literally means within the walls. Oh, you you said that. Did I? You said between the murals. Well, but between art is what I said. I didn't right, say it was like indoors. Right, but murals are only on walls. Of course. So you kind of said that. That's right, Annie. What cool. a good friend. The word is usually used for sports played between teams up only from students at one campus. Oh, oh, okay. So when it says intramural oh, Within the walls. Within the walls of that campus. Right. So okay, is so this you're sibling not, in school? So you're not playing... I don't know. But maybe it's just like a house league team... That is only within those walls of the convenience, the convenience, no, I meant community center they play at, within the convenience store they play at. Okay, yeah, intramural, so like it's our, in these walls we play, it would be like if you're at Ultimate Frisbee. No, I think, you know what, I will divulge that I know this person and she told me what the sport is called and I can't remember, but it was something I'd never heard of. Ringette? Something like ringette. It wasn't ringette though. Ringette's like girls hockey. Something you've never heard of? Spike ball? No, I know what spike ball is, Annie. I'm an avid player. <laughs> oh. Well. Well. Okay. Let me finish this fucking okay. question. Oh. Oh, no. The cookies are. Go put the cookies in the oven. I'll okay. keep reading to you. Okay. Okay. We're making those Pillsbury. Um, Annie Christmas went to Metro and got the Pillsbury sugar cookies, which yes. is epic. Okay. You go put those in the oven and I'll keep reading. And it's not even a normal intramural. It's something really weird that I don't care about anyways. I wish she would. I'm worried, though, about saying no to that whole thing and seeming like, A, a bitch, and B, like I don't care about his family, especially since we haven't been dating that long. However... I don't think he realizes that I require time to get ready and I can't spend that morning on a bench watching an intramural sh- sport. How should I proceed with this? Well, no shit you can't spend the morning on a bench watching an intramural sport. Between two walls? When you got to get your makeup <laughs> on? Hell no. Yeah. I oh, I know this dilemma though cuz like I would I also am like, well I'm absolutely not doing that. Because I take so long to get ready. If mm-hmm. I know this person, I don't even think she, like, takes as long as me to get ready. She does not take as long as you to get ready. Very but, few people do. I know. <laughs> yeah. This is not a knock at this person. This is a... Knock I, on you. <laughs> this is, yeah. This is, like, I got to get it together. Mm-hmm. Um, But I just... Yeah, but the, this is hard because it's, like, yeah, you you're, like, meeting people for the first time... Is it so bitchy to be like, no, but also it's, I would never want my brother's girlfriend to come watch me do a sport. Yeah. And also if I had a house guest staying with me, I would never insist that in the morning wake up and watch me play this weird intramural sport, which I really want to know what I would really like to know myself. If this phone wasn't recording us right now, I would text her. Is it curling? Nope. It's like Oh yeah. This is she in said this to isn't me, in Canada. No, it's not in Canada. She said to me it's something with like a lacrosse stick. Field hockey. Nope. Oh. Fuck. Okay. I don't know. Well it's we like can, a weird we can sport. Just ask her. Let's ask her later. Um 
Okay, so she wants to know what to do. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think you seem like a bitch if you say to your boyfriend, yeah, the wedding's at two. It's not at five. Yeah. It's not at a normal time at all. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, I'm going to wake up in the morning. I don't know. Is there? Is there a... I know for a fact she's going to the Midwest. Okay. Is there a time change? Yeah, an hour. Back or forth? Back. Back. Okay, so she, you got more time. All right, so this doesn't help you. Um, <laughs> like, well, but 2 p.m. is 2 p.m. Regardless, I don't want to wake up in the morning when I have shit to do. I'm meeting a bunch of people for the first time. I'm going to a wedding to meet all your friends. Your family's going to be there. It's a long day of like Huge day. Piping it, it up. It is so unnecessary for me to watch you play an intramural sport. Like, I would lose it if my boyfriend asked me to do that. I'd be like, are you fucking serious? Even, on a, even when I didn't have a wedding that day, I would be like, I'm coming here that. for the weekend and this, this, this is what I have, I have to, to spend do. my fucking time. But on the other hand, it's like. You're staying with that sibling, though. You're staying with that sibling and like that. And then your boyfriend like probably doesn't get to see them that much. So Not that, that you're okay. chilling during that, but maybe it's like, oh, cute. Like, I want my brother to come to this. Yes, okay, that's fine. I would say that if there wasn't an event that day, you might just have to yeah, suck it up and yeah, go. Yeah, 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 I agree. Because that's, that's just what's on your schedule for the day. But seeing as there's a wedding, I would say to my boyfriend, like... And that's the reason you're coming into and town. I'm coming here for a wedding. I'm not coming yeah. here to watch you play fucking ringette or whatever. Yeah, or even do. to visit you, really. Really, but thanks for letting me crash <laughs> Yeah, like couch, I will I be visiting you and I'm happy about and it. And you know but... what the thing is? If you want to come visit us, crash on our couch. I'm not telling you what to do in the morning. yeah. So, I don't know. But I would say I would go to the boyfriend because you can't talk to the sister. You got to go through the boyfriend. So, you got to say to your boyfriend, like, listen, I need you to break the news or I need you to come up with something to say to your sister or you have to go alone and and make up a reason why I couldn't be there because I can't wake up in the morning and get ready for a – I can't get wake up in the morning, spend hours sitting watching some random sport – yeah. Go home, change, go to this wedding, have my social battery charged enough to like meet all your friends, meet your family, and do whatever the hell I have to do at this yeah, wedding. Yeah, like, I think that's, that's a that's totally a big fun. ask. Like, and girls just take longer than boys, so I would be like, "You go, like that. That'll be great. She'll be so happy." Is it a sister or is it a brother? I think it's a sister. Yeah. Okay, so like she'll be so happy. Like, go. You go, and I'll do my thing here it's kind yeah. of best of both worlds like yeah. i don't think this sister is like no you really must know your girl come. you better bring your girlfriend like that yeah. would be crazy if the sister if she was like you better come and i want your girlfriend to watch me to be watch even though we're not chilling because i'm on the field or or rink, the rink or or the court <laughs> <laughs> whatever the hell this sport is yeah, yeah i think your boyfriend should understand that i think your boyfriend will and does understand that okay and good knowing her boyfriend who i love oh great yeah i know a lot about this chick <laughs> i know all about the guy i know all about this chick and i know all about the guy and i think that she should just talk to her boyfriend and be like sorry like i'm flying to this place for you to come yeah. to this morning which it's not like a tit for tat thing. You shouldn't be like, well, I'm doing this. So you can't ask me to do mm, shit when mm -hmm. I'm there. Obviously, that's not how it should be. But like when there is multiple things to do in a day, one of the, the main thing, you're flying there for the main thing. If this yeah. intramural sport was a day before, different. But the day of the wedding that I'm yeah. fucking flying here for. <laughs> I'm taking PM. Yeah. It's I'm a long wedding day. Yeah, how long are you at this wedding for? If the wedding was at five, it would be a different story too. But mm -hmm. two is early, man. And yeah. the wedding's at two, that means you're leaving at one. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the geographics of this place are. Right. You might be leaving at 
1230. Couldn't tell you how far everything apart is. <laughs> Couldn't tell me much. I can't tell you much on the record, but off the record, I know a lot of details about okay, this. Okay, great. And tell I'll me, share them with I you. I guess what happened. Yeah, I if, do know. If they don't, I hope, I hope she takes our advice. I hope she takes our advice. I don't know if she sorted this out yet, but she has expressed this to me in the past. And I said, ooh, tough. You should write into the pod. Oh, yeah. Great. And she did. And she did. So beautiful. Well, yeah. I hope we helped. We think it's normal of you. Of course and it's normal. And honestly, it's like, I don't know. Sometimes you just got to let people think you're a bitch. Also, time will prove that wrong. Right. As George Washington says in the Hamilton play, history, history will prove it wrong. has its eyes on you. History has its eyes on you. <laughs> you don't do that. You're not a bitch. You're just not going to this one intramural sport. <laughs> Sue me. That doesn't apply here. History. Eyes on you is not meaning that <laughs> he says it in regard to he says it in regard to someone saying something bad about George Washington and Alexander oh, Hamilton is oh, like oh right. I'm gonna go duel right, and right, right. George Washington's like don't duel yeah, history yeah. will prove that he's a loser right. and in this case been through enough yes these and men don't speak for me these yes. men don't speak for me right. and in this case history will prove you're not a loser because time right. will go by and you will maybe go to an intramural sport in the future right the next or, time also if this is a girl Girl, sister. Oh, my God. Get it together. You know about blow drying your hair. Yeah. And self-tanning. And meeting new people for the first time as a female. Yeah. If this was a man, I would be like, oh, yeah, he might think you're a bitch. But if this is a sister, she'll get it. Yeah. And also the guy wouldn't think you're a bitch because a guy would not give a shit. (laughs) That's true. If his brother's girlfriend watched him play ball hockey or whatever the fuck this is. Yeah, that's true. No, it's crazy. The sister definitely doesn't care. I'm sure what happened was the sister suggested it, being like, oh, by the way, in the morning we're going to play this. And she probably mentioned it to her brother. And her brother said, hey, why don't we go watch my sister's intramural sport? And then this girl was like, oh, "Oh, no. no. Everybody cares if I'm there. And the reality is no one actually cares. If if these are normal people, they don't care if you're there. There's no way. Yeah. Just remember, history has its eyes on you. History has its eyes on you. We just recorded this whole question and like on our phones and then realized our mics weren't rolling. So we've already read this, but I'll read it to you again and I'll preface it with saying this chick gets it. Okay. I said to Sam, wait, can you pause for a sec while I take the cookies out of the oven? And she was like, yeah, sure. And looks, she was like, oh my God, I'm not recording. We've just been talking to each other, holding mics up to our mouths. (laughs) To no avail. So dumb. Embarrassing. Whoops. Okay, well, here we go one more time for the cheap seats in the back. (laughs) Always a bridesmaid is the subject. So right before the pandemic hit... Oh, I liked your little bit you did in the last one. Okay, let me do the bit again. I can't... Actually, maybe it'll come off bad. What did I say? I said I can relate to this. Oh, wait, I can't relate to this subject because I'm getting married. And then I said, always a bridesmaid. And then I said, not me. (laughs) Okay, actually, now it seems mean. Now that I know the question. It wasn't as mean as that when we did it the first time, but this is the second time. So So just know that I respect this person. Yeah, a lot, actually. You said you were going to look her up and try to hang with her. What we didn't record was me saying, I will find this girl and I want to. Do drinks be friends with- <laughs> and have charcuterie. I do. And you'll see why. You'll in a see moment. why. Because listen to how well this is written. 
So right before the pandemic hit, I broke up with my immature boyfriend and moved to a new city. I would love to know what the city is. I bet you would. I'll DM her. (laughs) I was in my mid-20s. Then when COVID hit, I didn't go on a date for a little over a year and a half just because, duh, no one wants to die. I just wanted to stay home and eat charcuterie. At this point, she won me over. (laughs) When I put down the brie and started slowly dating again, it was via dating apps because I felt like everyone was trying to assimilate to normalcy accumulates normalcy (laughs) well since getting back in the game it's been one shit show date after the next for the most part with the exception of some nice guys the few nice guys i have met we just didn't vibe isn't that just the story of everybody's life i know that sucks they also had no sense of humor well that's horrible anyways i'm officially in the last year of my 20s and all of a sudden six of my friends got engaged and married this year some had known their spouse prior to the pandemic hitting but one matched with hers on hinge the moment she started dating again literally her first match I'm feeling weird because I feel like this year my friend group either met their person or got engaged or are going to be engaged or are getting married. I want to meet someone too and to have prior to this wedding soon. Wait, I fucked this up last time too. I want to meet someone too and have prior to this wedding tsunami, but now I feel the pressure. I don't know what to do. I hate dating apps and I probably should get new hobbies since there aren't any dudes in yoga and bar. But tips on how to meet a nice stable man with potential would be great. Okay. So we got all that. We got all that twice. Yep. And Sam said, I really like her. I did after. I was and like. And I do too. I like when she said, put down the brie. Oh my God. A little <laughs> joke. Oh, um, some people just really know how to use their words. Yes. And you do appreciate that. I do appreciate that even though I can't spell or speak. I have can't do. I have a teach speak. (laughs) Maybe I should become an English teacher. (laughs) Maybe that would solve everything for me. Honestly, some of the English teachers we had back in Mr. Harvey. Hey, how you doing, buddy? No, that's not who I meant. Oh. Oh, that crazy chick. Oh my god, Annie just mouthed the name of the craziest English teacher we ever. Ooh, she was crazy too. Friends. Yes. They were friends. And they were best friends. Yeah. They we had two soft. crazy teachers. We can't even say their names because they might come for us. They might... I know. I don't want to. But yeah. one of the one of them was the class we became friends in. One of them was the class we became friends in. Yes, I remember her and she was crazy and we'd always see her at Whole Foods later when we were in university. Do you remember that? Yes. And one of them was really jealous of my acting career, which I know sounds no, it was delusional, true. It was but true. it was true. It was true. When Annie got to Grassy, we were doing the school play or we were doing Wednesday yeah. Night Live. It was Wednesday yeah, yeah. Night Live. And she was like giving everybody notes and she was like, Annie, this isn't film, sweetie. You have to project. Like in such a condescending way, being like, I know you know TV, I know but you like know TV. this is a completely different thing. Yeah, this is like, high school theater. Okay, you loser. It's like, all right, teacher. Bitch, in front of everyone. We got in so many fights with that chick. I know. But there was another. She hated me. She really did hate you. But there was another teacher who was like randomly kind of hot named Mr. Harvey. I would love to look at my high school teachers now because in retrospect, they were probably only like five, six years older than us, right? Maybe not that close, but definitely not as old as we thought they were. Maybe like 25. Like 20. Well, it depends. Well, think about it. Like, there's some teachers that are like fucking 22, 23 now. I like, know, that's crazy. That, well, that's, that might have been how old they were. We would no, have no we idea. We have a lot of young teachers. We had a few, but not. I know, a but lot I don't think like... I would. I would know, is what I'm no, saying. No, 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 but like some had gray like, hair. Well, well, some had gray, gray hair. <laughs> but I'm 31. Annie's graying. I'm not 25. But hold on a second. How old do we think Mr. Manuel was? Okay, I've thought about this. Like, in retrospect, we were like, oh, yeah, he's a cool he young teacher. Yeah, probably, like, Could he 30. Been... 
Okay, but Annie, was he maybe 25? (laughs) We wouldn't know. We wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. He could have been fucking 24 for all we know. No. Because I have older siblings. Okay, so you have a better grasp on age. I, I think in a way, like I had, I did have a better grasp on like what those ages looked like because I did have a 25-year-old sister when I was in, when I was 17. She's eight years older than me and my brother's 11 years older than me. Oh, okay. So but, like, but also context plays a huge part in things like this. True. Like that's when true. you have a teacher, you assume that they're fucking 45. Especially as like a 15, 16 year old, you're like, these, these people are all 40. That's true. And my brother is a young. And let me tell you something. (laughs) Let me just tell you this, because this might blow your mind. When I was at Lawrence, that teacher that we were just talking about that hated you. Yeah. She turned 40 when I was in grade 12. Okay. Yeah. I definitely thought she was. Right. Meaning, 45. she was 30. I thought, I kind of think every teacher's 45. It, that's what I'm telling you. So I'm now thinking, like, was Mr. Manuel, like, fucking 28? Right, because he was one of the young ones. He was cool. Same with Mr. Harvey. Like, yeah. was he, like, a hot young fuck? And Mr. Laidlaw was definitely not in his 20s, but he was cool. And He, he might have been, like, 40. I, I bet, no, no, no. I bet he was, like, Late 33. 30s. No, when we met him, I bet, like, when we were in grade 9, that guy was probably in his early 30s. So probably, like, around our age now. Yeah. That's a trip. We should look into all these teachers. Anyway, yeah. this is just a PSA to look into your teachers. Ages. <laughs> um, anyway, completely unrelated. Sorry to about this that. Um, that. That's a fun little like Easter egg for anybody that's listening to this that went to Lawrence Park, which is like <laughs> three people. <laughs> just tell us how old you think those teachers are. Um, anyway, what what was the question? What was the question? <laughs> tell me, bitch. <laughs> Oh, 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 tips for, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, tips yeah, for meeting normal stable made. men. Go, go to a high school. Wait outside. <laughs> see <what> the, <laughs> go to the teacher's parking lot. Time. Go to the teacher's parking lot and realize that a lot of those teachers are ripe for the picket. They're around your age. They're um, hot. They're young. No, I've no. always given the same advice for meeting men. Okay. And a lot of people well, aren't going to, a lot of people aren't going to agree with me. There's two things I would say. One, I met my fiance online. As someone that dated online on and off for like five, six years, it's the same as meeting people at bars. When people go, oh, online doesn't work for me, I go, fuck you. Because online also (laughs) hasn't worked for me. Right. Like, it's the same shit. Just as like out in the wild, it hasn't worked too. 100%. It's like like any relationship. It's like finding a therapist. It's like doing, like, you know what I mean? Someone that you vibe with is not an easy thing to find. So when people go, oh, online doesn't work for me, I'm like, you you can't say that because everybody's online. If everybody's online, Mm -hmm. you have not met everybody. You only need to meet one person for it to work for you. what I think, especially at this age, it's like if you're meeting someone online... I I, I kind of think that's it's probably better easier now. Better in a way because it's also some that person you know also wants to meet someone. Like there is something that's a little weird maybe like about like, meeting a guy in his early 30s who wants a relationship who's just like, "Yeah, I'm just kind of like trying to let one come to me." Like I yeah. I don't know, there's something kind of attractive to me about like, Try. "Oh, you also want this same thing as me so totally. that's why we're both on hinge or we're both like on a dating app because we're both actively looking for this Meeting or maybe you're not guy. looking for the same things but it's the same as anybody like look yeah like, but you're looking for a companion or for a relationship whatever. or whatever yeah. it is like obviously there's people on there just wanting to fuck too but like 
I don't know. There is something about a guy who's like, yeah, I really do want to get married and have a family who's not even doing anything. Or a guy that doesn't know what he's looking for, but is just down to meet people. Like a down man. Like, I don't think when Joe and I met online, we were 26 when we met online. Yeah, I think it's It's not like we were like, oh, let's get married. No, but I do think age plays a factor. 26 is totally different from 30. No, I'm yeah, but I'm also saying like, you can also just meet people that are open to anything versus right. someone that's like, let's get married. Let's do this. I'm looking for my wife versus right. someone I want to fuck versus someone that's just like, let's see what happens. And Joe and I were both like, let's see what happens. Neither yeah. of us were like, we're here to get married or well, we're same. here to fuck. I was actually like, let's not see what happens. I'm moving to LA. Please don't fall in love with me. Oops. I pulled one of those moves. Oh no, he fell right into your twat. He did. And I fell right back yeah i know i fell into a trap and i live in st Catharines. <laughs> no. moved to la ended up in st Catharines. i know that is a crazy fucking um, trajectory yeah i agree with that about dating apps so, i would be on them if yeah I, was, I would continue being yeah. on them and just like make your the sorry i'm looking at myself in my phone right now because we're filming this and <laughs> i look frumpy as fuck i could not be Why leaning sit up? i mean so do i no i could I'm not lean back more spirit. i just don't feel like sitting up i'm like I'm covering my body with my legs so that no one can see how fucking roly I am right now. <laughs> anyway, <Roly-poly-oly. laughs> I am a roly polyoli. Anywho, um, I would say yes, like keep being online, but also Annie met her boyfriend through me meeting my boyfriend online. So mm-hmm. if you're saying all your friends have spouses, yes, what they don't got any friends? Yeah, Luke and I always are like, oh, we met organically through friends. That met on a dating app. So, like, if oh, Sam yeah. and Joe didn't go on a dating app, Luke and I, I kid you not, would no literally way. never have laid eyes on each other in our entire How? life. He only came to Toronto to hang out with Joe. Yeah. And the night um, Annie and Luke met, it was actually really cute because Joe was telling me, like, um, I'm bringing my best friend to your show tonight. My best friend from St. Catharines is here for the night. And Luke like lived in St. Catharines. Like he was just visiting Joe for the weekend to like turn up and drink. And he had just gone through a breakup. Yeah. Right? He had just broken up with someone. He broke up with his girlfriend like two weeks before or something. Very recently yeah. before. And that's like, like that is the first time you laid eyes on each other. And then we went up to the cottage. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's crazy too with the timing and everything. Cause like if, I don't know if he was still with that girlfriend, that wouldn't have happened. No, there's but. there's still... And I also think this, too. Like, even about meeting online, if you're a romantic or something, and you care about, you know, being like, oh, we met organically or we did this. Yeah. Which, for the record, I don't care about that. Yeah. I yeah. also just think there is a... There is an element of, like, it's just technology working with that still element of, like, yes. kismetness. Because this is what I'm saying in the first place. Like, there's a million people online. You still have to go through them you still have to vibe with one and that is still something that is kind of cool that you both went for it like yeah it's almost as serendipitous in that there's so many people both of you can be talking to at any time and it's difficult in that that's true and the fact that you and joe actually took note of each other and started talking based on shared interest interest because also that's the good thing about hinge also months before like right. we met in we met on Hinge in July. We met in person mid September. Right. So it was just one of those hinge matches that I said, let's keep uh, this. I don't really know if I care about this, but like we'll see. I didn't yeah. care. I didn't care until we were dating for like three months. <laughs> yeah. And 
Yeah, and that happens. Yeah. You know, like, I think there's a lot of importance put on, like, you have to know on the first date. I, like, I was really into Luke when I first met him. And, like, when we were dating, I was, like, all in, in, like, wanting to keep seeing him. But I also had so many other priorities that people, like, I remember my mom being, like, oh, I think you're going to marry this guy. And I like laughed at her. I was like, oh my God. As if like, no, this is just like some guy I'm like, I don't know. You know, you just, you just never know. Yeah. You never know. I spend more time and you, (laughs) I guess that's it. I just stopped talking. I thought you were going to jump in. No, my jaw locked. like you were going to jump in. No, my jaw locked. So I was doing this. I was just moving my mouth around but not speaking. I realized I was counting on you jumping in. But wait, I have another thing to say. That was completely not what I was just saying there. Okay. Whatever that was. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Also, this isn't about convincing you to get on the dating apps. The other thing is it is not actually an achievement to be engaged and married. And I think that is something that we need to kind of remember anyone can do it it is so like the bar is so low for that being able to happen and I think at this age because we're like similar age to you I think it can get very like in your mind it can seem like such a value judgment thing yeah and it's like really not it's really just people deciding to do that and I feel like I don't know you can just start thinking that like oh no these men want to do it with them and not you and it's like first of all this is not to be shitting on anyone else but like you have no idea how many people are just settling because they want to get married totally so like don't look at that as like wow everyone has found their person no most people are like, I'm 30, I don't want to be single anymore. Which, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just nothing saying that's most, it. a lot of people feel that way. And then they just marry who they're dating. So, you're, I, I don't think you're missing out on something that everyone seems to be having. I think if you felt like going for one of these perfectly nice guys on Hinge that didn't have a sense of humor that you liked, and you just went on a few more dates with them and then you were in a relationship with them and they wanted to get married and and you were wanting to get married too, you could do that. Oh, 100%. So if you want to get married, don't worry. I almost promise you that's on the table for yeah, you. Yeah, 100%. If you're trying to find like something special, then I totally get how that's like, ugh, when is this coming? But like, I just wouldn't look at everyone else as like, that's what they've done because yeah. that's not what everyone's yeah. done. Like you just happen to like, I get that it's annoying that you have like six girlfriends that happen to get married at the same time, like after, but like, it seems like you're just someone with standards. Like you had a boyfriend, you dumped him because he was too immature. Good for you. Fuck that. Then the pandemic happened. It kind of threw a fucking wrench in everybody's dating mm-hmm. kind of thing. Right. Like it's yeah. like, and it, you have to kind of start over after that because some people were comfortable dating during the pandemic some people weren't whatever regardless Mm -hmm. what what there's a time limit because there happened to be a pandemic that you have to meet someone the second you start dating after that like it took away two years of your life or three years of our lives big deal like you don't you're not more against the clock now you're still only 29 yeah like that's 
Yeah, not... I'm so sorry for calling you 30 this whole time. Enjoy you... that. Oh, yeah, no. Enjoy that last okay. year. It's all the same shit, realistically. No, like, I mean, well, no, it's not because your 30s are so Actually better. Sick. <laughs> yeah, because you don't have to think about that anymore. Exactly. No, actually, being in your 30s is the fucking yeah. best. And everybody has been saying this to me my entire life, like all my older cousins. And it, it, wasn't, it wasn't fake. No, it's I know. One of the rare, beautiful things that's actually true when people I know. say what it did to you, you think same with like my yeah like my older siblings and cousins or whatever I'd be like oh that's like what 30 year olds say to Would make themselves say, feel better yeah. and then it's like oh wow I was a fucking idiot in my 20s thinking oh that my god that was the time what about that was the time I mean, good times, but good times would not, would go not back. repeat. No, would not repeat. Definitely not. I, I might go back to like 20, 23 for like a little. Oh, yeah. I'd go back to 21, actually. Best year of my life. Really? Yeah, 2013. What were you doing? Oh, so much shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Trips what you were doing. Trips yes. had so much money and no responsibility. Yeah, true. True, 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 true. That was lit. Yeah. I would go back to 2022 when I started. Wait, 2022. No. That was last year. I would go back to being 22 when I worked when I first worked at Hacienda. Yeah, like when I think about that now, I was so miserable when I started working there, and I think about it in retrospect, and I'm like, you just graduated university and had nothing to do but work at this restaurant and fuck your boyfriend. Yeah, and met all these new friends. And- yeah, and you and you were miserable. Like, what a dummy. I wish I could go back now I and know. appreciate it. I was just thinking that about when I was 21, and I was like. Like heartbroken? No, not at all. I was having fun. It was actually I was about to say something kind of like I was thinking about how to word it because I was like bigger than I was now. Oh, and that was had no bearing on my life. And I just was like, wow, that's so interesting. That like that's something I worried about through my whole twenties and still worry about. And, and that was the best year of your life. And that was the best year of my life. And I look back at pictures and I'm like so much larger than I am now and I did I don't maybe I thought about it from time to time but I I, it did not affect yeah it did not affect me it did not like yeah I don't remember I was working like I was booking stuff a lot like booking acting roles and I was traveling like I was I feel like I was in a bathing suit like that entire summer so I just yeah you know when you have those memories of like those times where you're like, oh, I was not doing things because I didn't like Are you I kidding? Like I have that one. memory of every day as in yesterday. I'll have that memory of myself. <laughs> yeah, it's so sad. Yeah. But I think that's, it's just funny to look back or like look back on those times when you're like, oh my God, I was so skinny here and I thought I was Oh my big. God. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Anyway, getting off track. But getting off track. But down memory lane. Yeah. I would say a good way to meet guys is. Okay, if you're just asking a good way to meet guys, separate from what everything we've just said. One, I would say keep going online. Keep persevering. Two, see if any of these fucking friends of yours that are getting married and have these men in their lives have friends. Yeah. Three, I've said this from the jump, man. You want to fucking meet people, get a service industry job. Mm. I've met 90%. I'm going to say almost 95% of the men that I've hooked up with or like dated through restaurants and bartending yeah and you just have to stay still and they just keep coming stay through. still <laughs> you gotta stay in one place and they just keep passing through man it's great i loved it or the people that work there like my last boyfriend before joe was a guy i met bartending yeah or you like meet new friends that way and then they have and friends they have to friends, introduce yeah. you to yeah it's great yeah, that's think... my favorite way to meet guys. I actually, if I could be single tomorrow for like a week, 
Mm-hmm. I would go work at a bar. Really? Yeah. I would go work at a bar or I would go work at a concert venue and I'd get my ass backstage yeah. and I'd fuck some randos. <laughs> Big time. I would like, I'd like figure, like, I like, it's just crazy. You know what's so crazy? Being in a relationship and when you know you're never going to be single again, mm-hmm. I see the world so differently. When I was single, everything seemed impossible. Mm. Like dating seemed impossible. Guys seemed impossible. Like everything was like, how do you meet people? Now that I'm in a relationship, I'm like, holy shit, if I was single, I would clean the fuck up. Yeah. Like it's like the opposite. It's because you're so stuck. You're like, man, I would go here. I'd talk yeah, to you're this like, guy. It's crazy I'd... that all of these opportunities are open to me at all times. I yes. don't take, get yes. to take them. They're, like you see all the opportunities right. as like missed opportunities. As the grass when... is greener. The grass is greener. The grass is truly greener because when you are in a relationship, you're like, and you know what else I would say to this person? If you, if getting married is something you want, like Annie said, like you will get married fucking enjoy this time Mm -hmm. because I wish I knew and Joe says this too I fucking wish I knew when I was 26 that that was it Mm -hmm. I wish I could go back to 26 and just postpone this six more if I had the foresight to be like I'm gonna meet someone I'm gonna get married which you are gonna do if that's what you want you anybody can do it like you can meet someone and you can get married if you have the foresight to know that that's what you want have fun right now and do not stress about being single i wish i stressed about being single less i would go back to being single yeah. for for a week in a in a heartbeat like i feel like if i could have and joe says this like all the time too i'm like i wish we went when we were 28 instead of 26 mm. and we knew we'd meet each other at 28 we would have fucking gone nuts for those two years but at the time i was like oh shit this is a good guy like mm-hmm. you never meet good guys and like and don't you think that's kind of part of it like Part of the romance and the whole thing about choosing to be monogamous with someone and like being like this is it is it's kind of like whoa it's kind of crazy that I that you actually did it yeah that that like I didn't say no I gotta go I gotta go do some things for a couple years like that is part of what's cool about committing to someone yeah true because it's just like yeah I'm giving up those opportunities let's say or I'm giving up that because this is so yeah what I want and so important to which me. is like the flip side of the coin is being like okay you're gonna give those things up like being mm-hmm. in a relationship is a massive compromise yeah obviously so it's like enjoy the time when you're not compromising because like all your friends that are getting married and I know this isn't the advice you're asking for but I'm just saying as someone as two people that are getting married and the time is nigh. Yeah. Like, I'm getting married in a month and a half. Holy like, shit. Yeah. It's mid-November. I know that. I Like, I know that logically, but, like, when you just said it, I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. I gotta find my dress and write my speech. Goddamn. You better. Like, it, as someone that's getting married in a month yeah. and a half. Like, it's... Wait, hold on. What was I just saying? I'm this? so sorry. No, it's okay. But what the hell was I just talking oh, about? Oh, enjoy it. <laughs> oh yeah, man! Like fucking enjoy being like like all, oh sorry, all your friends that are getting married is mm, what I was saying. Mm. Like that you're so jealous of. You have something that they don't, which is yeah. like the ability to just like take five, choose, enjoy your life a little and, longer like, not because know babe, where your life is going. Like oh. there is something. It's so exciting getting married and stuff, but it's it is also kind of like whoa. You spend so much of your life being like, wow, I wonder who I'm going to marry and what. And it is kind of crazy when you're just like, oh, all the things that you were worried about in your 20s when you get them or like not even your 20s. You're like, oh, okay, so it's just like the guy I was dating when I was 26. Okay, yeah. 
fun. And then you're like, shit, I wish I didn't worry about that that much and took maybe a little more time to fuck around. Because once you're married, if it all goes well, obviously there's a 50% chance it doesn't. But if all goes well, once you're like locked in and married, that that's it. Mm-hmm. Like that, like this is why people get cold feet. Like you, you're done. Like, yeah, it, it's not bad. Like, obviously, like I love who I'm marrying and you love who you're marrying and this is what we chose and it's good. But like, it's definitely not a bad thing to not be engaged no. right now. <laughs> like you're, you're 29, and enjoy yourself. just see it as such a personal failure, which I hate. Like I, it's like really not, not at all. And also just a logistical thing separately it's so annoying when a million friends are getting married in the same year. Like we just did oh. two back to back years, but especially this one, eight weddings this year oh for me God. and Luke. Yeah. And like that, it, it loses something when you're going oh to a wedding God. every week. And then it's, and then that wraps up and then it's your wedding. And then my wedding. I mean, luckily we have some time in between and yeah. we're not in like the wedding hotspot. We're lucky. We're time. not doing summer. Like, Either of us are doing season. summer weddings, but both this past summer and the summer before that, I think the summer before this, we had like four weddings. Yeah. Cause we have the same friends obviously because our boyfriends are best friends and we're best friends. So we're yeah. always going to the same weddings. And we're also 30 and it seemed like I blinked and everyone was engaged and married. And I also remember when Luke and I were dating, like you can just stress about any, everything because yeah. When Luke and I were dating, we've been together like four years at that point and four and a half years. And I was feeling like, oh my God, all my friends are getting engaged. All my friends are getting married. And it's like, that is not something to stress about. Mm -hmm. Like I was, I'm just trying to say like, I was even doing that when I was with the guy I was going to marry. Like that's how, that proves how like not real this fear is because Cause what was I stressed about? And then now that I'm engaged, I'm like, wow, I can't believe I was worried about that. Planning a wedding sucks. I, I can't believe I was wishing to get engaged. I know. And now that you're getting married, you're like, oh my God, like I'm getting married. Okay. Yeah. Like that's wild. And like, I guess I was just trying to say to this girl that it is going to be so much better if your wedding is in like a couple years from now, because your friends will be like excited to go to a wedding. It won't be everyone's spending so much money every weekend your wedding won't be dime a dozen every weekend along with all of your other friends like so true that's just like one little feather in your cap to yes. think about to be like wow it's okay if I feel like all my friends are getting mar- married now well that's going to be sick when I get married probably still very soon yeah and everyone's going to be excited to go and that will be like my moment yeah Definitely. Not like one of six. Oh my God. Yeah. Definitely not one of six. We keep doing one of six, one of eight, one of one. <laughs> like fuck this. That's why I'm getting married New Year's Eve. I'm like, I can't be in the summer procession. Yeah, exactly. And that's to- why I'm starting at the beginning in the spring. And there's no, can't there's no off. real weddings. Ne- uh, like, is anybody we know getting married next summer? Mm, As of right know. now? I don't think so. Like, it's true. I don't it was know. all this pa- it was the past, the last two, two years. years. Like everybody got married the last two years. You know what that years. means though? Baby showers. Oh, God. Babies are next. And guess what? Now I'm stressing about everyone who's getting pregnant before me. It never fucking ends. So I hope that helps you. I'm not trying to add more things for you to stress about. I just want... My iPhone store is full. Oh, it's okay. This wasn't going to be the clip. Yeah. But I want you to know that this is like a made-up thing that happens with this age where you are just comparing where everyone is because we were told our whole lives that we should be in a certain place by 30. And that is, we know now that that's pretend. And 
it's not even pretend. It's just based on a generation that we aren't like yeah. that was based on our parents being 30 which we now know is completely different from us being 30 mm-hmm. and I think we're comparing it against pretend things and even if you feel like you're following all the right things like mm-hmm. I would say we are like we're following that plan that people say I'm still stressing that I'm like not doing shit in the right time and order yes which just should prove that this it's is the patriarchy made up. yeah yeah sure sure yeah okay probably is it definitely is. Like, what else could it possibly be? Our own <laughs> minds? I didn't teach myself this crap. True. All right. So. So, yeah. <laughs> I have nothing to say in this conclusion, so we're just going to wrap it up. I would say. Sam, you didn't bring us. Hey, we should talk about it. No, this a little we should bit. talk a little something about this. No, because honestly, these these answers we gave were so long. Our Our podcast is. Not adhering to any sort of structure at this point. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed that. By I don't now. know if you've noticed. We can't keep one segment straight. God damn it! No, like some of the answers are like just so long. Like, what are you going to do? Like, that's make true. It- and they and they really incorporate so many different. We started talking about teachers. Oh in my there. god! We started talking about fucking our teachers, giving them all a kiss. How old are they? <laughs> and I hope their children are well. That's true. We we did kind of just cover a lot in this. So. Yeah. So I don't know if they're like, do you guys need anything else from us? Like, let us know quickly. Let us know quickly. We'll wait. Just kidding. Annie made those Pillsbury cookies. So what we're doing now. Okay. If you listen to the last episode, we were discussing how Annie just recently got the screener for her new Lifetime movie called Love Hacks. So she got the screener. So honestly, what I was thinking of doing was washing Mm. my makeup off, which Mm. was funny because like we're not using any clips from tonight because I look like shit and fucking (laughs) frumpy as shit. And then washing my makeup off and getting cozy and then eating cookies on the couch and watching Love Hacks. That sounds honestly so delightful. Oh my God, I know. Let's go do that right now. Yeah, let's do that right now. So fuck the conclusion to this podcast. So sorry. So sorry. And I I really am sorry if you don't like that that this episode was recorded the same day as the other one. Why? Do people actually get mad at that? Have you Mm. as a podcast listener? I would prefer it not be the case. Okay, sorry. You know what, guys? She... I wouldn't get mad, but I, I definitely don't want... I definitely want it to be a different day. Okay, why don't, we, why don't we talk really quickly before okay. we leave? Let me just say that at my bachelorette party two weekends ago, mm-hmm. we're playing a game of Jeopardy or whatever the hell we were playing, and Molly interrupts and says, Matthew Perry <gasps> died. Yeah. What a wild way to find out Matthew Perry I know, and died. we'll never forget that. that. That'll be ingrained in my memory. And you know what was crazy? Because it was in the middle of that game, and and it was at a time where, like, so Molly gasped. She looked at her phone, she gasped. But it kind of made sense with the game. Like, oh. it was a question. Someone was asking a question, or they gave the answer, and then it was like, it. I mean, it definitely wasn't gasp-worthy, but it was a reaction. So I was kind of oh. being like, oh, Molly's being extra. And then... And then whatever, that game ended. And then she was like, sorry, Matthew Perry died. That's why I gasped. And I was like, oh, that's that a That was a valid reason to gasp. normal reason to gasp. Yeah. yeah. And then we were like, what happened? And she's like, he drowned in his hot tub. And then we collectively gasped. We were like, what yeah, the hell? Yeah, we had like a moment of silence. We, we were did. just like, no one knew how to proceed. There's a lot of celebrity deaths that I feel like I remember. like Where you were. Yeah, I think the main one that I remember randomly is Whitney Houston. Me too. Just by fluke, 
I was running food. It was a Leafs game, so it was really busy. I was I was working at the arena, and it was like a really busy game. And I went into the kitchen to like pick up plates. I was a food runner, and I went to pick up plates. And the the expediter was like, the person running Expo had the CNN app on his phone and just looked at his phone to see what time it was. And at that moment, Whitney Houston's death announcement popped up on his phone. And he was like, Whitney Houston died. And I literally remember running the food to the table and I got to the table and I was like, Whitney Houston died. And everybody at the table was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I, I was telling everybody I saw it. Like, I couldn't believe it. Wait, that's so crazy. Your food runner bringing your food. <laughs> Be like, just so like, you know, Whitney Houston, Whitney died. Houston died. But they weren't like, but it was such crazy news that it was actually right. like, the reaction was very valid. Like, they weren't even like weird so food like, runners. Don't you. tell us that. They were like, bless you. Thank you yeah. for telling us. I ran to the front to the hostesses. I was like, Whitney Houston died. They were like, what? And like, go to the coat check Whitney Houston died. I told the whole fucking restaurant that Whitney Houston died because you know what's crazy when Whitney Houston died I was on a press trip to Degrassi to Degrassi nope oh the US for one Degrassi yeah and we were we landed in LA oh. and and turned on our phones and Whitney Houston had died and we were like oh that's crazy because she like lived in LA mm-hmm. and we were like oh that's so crazy that's like happening right here where we've landed mm-hmm. and then on this tour like we went to a few places and a few days later we went to New Jersey and that's where she's from mm-hmm. and that's where I'm pretty sure My closer to and that's uh where her funeral was so we like her literal- funeral was in Jersey yeah because I think that's where she's from oh she is okay yeah so she well that's where her funeral was because i remember we like landed there and was like oh that's so crazy and then a few days later we're like oh yikes we just like we've been like following whitney houston around and there was all this traffic that we were stuck in in new jersey because like people were trying to go to the funeral that's so funny because do you know what i was in new york the day heath ledger died oh is that did he live there he he died in new york i don't know if Mm. he lived there but he certainly did die there Mm -hmm. and um I remember, like, people, like, going to the... I don't know if he was in a hotel or in his... He had an apartment there or whatever it was, but it was, like, big news. Like, it was my first time in New York. It was for my 16th birthday. Me and my mom went. And everybody there, all we talked about all weekend was how Heath Ledger died. That was a crazy one, That one was crazy. I feel like I learned that in school. Like, or I went to Lawrence. Yeah, it was at Lawrence, but I... It was It was... I went to New York... Like during the week, it was for like whenever my birthday was. I was in New York. And oh, Heath okay, died yeah. Because we I was like, I feel like I remember being in drama. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You know what? One really rocked me actually. Even though I wasn't a huge Glee fan, Corey Monteith. When I found out Corey Monteith died, I was like, no. And I was in Vancouver. There's another example. Oh, I was shit. fucking there. I was there with Stu. Hmm. There's a pattern here. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. <laughs> Yeah, that one, I was a huge Glee fan. And remember I went to that Glee, remember Tom got me those Glee, Glee concert. tickets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Glee Live yeah. for my 19th birthday. And and we went and saw them and it's so eerie. Like oh, I can he show- wasn't there. No, he was there. Oh, it he was, was. It was before everyone died. So oh, right. Everybody on Glee died. Yes. So it's weird because I have these eerie videos where it's like Corey Monteith. Oh no, I'm forgetting her name girl who died oh played santana the fuck is her name i want to say shay mitchell and i know that's no, the chick from pretty the Little other Life. one oh yeah yeah oh shit maya riviera <laughs> i want to look up her name N- maya Nea 
Rivera. Naya Rivera. Naya Rivera. Yes. Okay, close. You were okay, really sorry. Close. That is too close to the Mayan Riviera. <laughs> I was like, no, Sam. But yeah. Um, and the other guy who got arrested for child porn and then killed himself. Yeah. What was his name? Um, what was his Huck. name on the show? Huck. Yeah. Huck. Huck. <laughs> Buck. Buck. What was his name? Pete. Puck. Pete. <laughs> videos of them like singing and dancing from this concert and then it's just i looked back on them recently and was like whoa it's so crazy that like in three of them are yeah yeah, yeah. three of four in thy video are no longer yeah that is with us. so crazy Sad. and even crazier how like everybody hated leah michelle it comes out after yeah i know but she really i feel like she's had a comeback with the funny girl thing oh yeah true yeah that's good for I, her. You know what? And her it's buccal good. fat removal. <laughs> I think because everyone was like, oh shit, we forgot. She's like actually really talented. And yeah, sometimes she, when you're really talented, you, you can just, be a bitch. You can get away with murder. <laughs> yeah. Which she didn't, but I mean. But you did. I did <laughs> with all those people. No, who's someone that's really talented that got away with something? Oh, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Would we say he's really talented? No. And he didn't get away. Woody Allen. He also didn't get away. Well, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He's still he's still making his dumb flicks. That's true. People still respect him and people still don't believe his ex-wife, whoever that what, what was her name? Um you know, Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow. Maya Angelou. <laughs> Maya Riviera. Shit. Okay, should we just call it here? Yeah, please. I want to eat those cookies. <laughs> okay, guys. This has been um this has been great. This has been a weirder one. But- oh, definitely a weirder one. I mean, we thought we'd do better in person, but the last two episodes maybe have been a little odd. I but- think the last one was fine. I think it's this one that's weird. <laughs> two a day. We're experimenting with We're what experimenting. is the maybe best. Maybe one a day is the better Carol. Carol. Yeah, I think probably. All right. We're going to go eat those Pillsbury cookies. God bless you all. Okay. Unless you don't believe in God, then just Good goodbye. Luck. <laughs>